was Wayne Williams, and what was this case about? Well, I'm Ashlyn, and I'm here to tell you all about it. So this week in forensics, we are learning about hair and fiber analysis, which goes perfectly with this case because that's almost all of the evidence needed to prove this man's guilt. So the first case that Williams was believed to be a part of happened in May 1981, where a police surveillance team was watching the James Jackson Parkway Bridge where several victims' bodies had been discovered, which that's more later, but they heard like a big splash sound and they said it sounded like someone had been pushed into the river that was under it. And funny enough, the first car to leave the bridge after the splash at like two 50, almost 3 a.m., like in the morning, it was Williams. And when they stopped to ask him what he was doing driving on the bridge at 3 in the morning, he said that he was going to meet this singer named Cheryl Johnson. And he gave them the phone number for, like, himself and one for Cheryl. And after the police further looked into it, both the phone numbers and Cheryl herself were fake. Like, there's no Cheryl at all. So it wasn't until two days later when the naked body of Nathaniel Carter, who had been missing for four days at that time, was discovered in the river. And also a connection here, he was last seen with Wayne Williams. So is the connection that Williams may have killed him and then took him to the river and the bridge and then threw his body off of there and just let him float away? I don't know. A little while later, another victim, Jimmy Ray Payne, had a whole incident. But Wayne Williams was connected to it. And he failed three polygraph tests about this. Now, that's not what we're learning about in this unit. So I'm not going to spend a lot of time on that. But I did want to make sure I said that. Three polygraph tests. He failed all three. But in other news... They also found hairs and fibers retrieved from Jimmy Payne that were consistent with hairs and fibers found in Wayne's home, car, and his dog. Like, what? How is he going to get his dog hair if he wasn't with William Wayne? Wayne Williams. And this, again, isn't really a part of the analysis of hair and anything, but after... Williams had been like gone for a couple days. Coworkers told the police that they found scratches on his face and arms in the same amount, like the day after the murders happened or something when he would come into work. Which, you know, again, that's not what I'm focusing on, but could have been a sign of like forced murder <laughs> and the Jimmy Payne and whoever they were all trying to escape him, but they couldn't. So, Williams was arrested June 12th, 1981, quite a bit of time after the first murder. And, well, I guess just throwing him in the river. But, you know, it's been a couple months since then, but he was arrested for the murder of both Carter and Payne. And during his trial, they matched to, like, so many victims, 19 other sources of fibers from Williams' home and car, 
Like, he matched all these fibers to other victims that weren't even, like, a part of either of these cases. They were just different people that were also murdered. Funny enough, with that, after Williams was arrested, these suspicious murders stopped. Like, the killings, they just stopped. So, it's like, I mean, what other... Like, how else would it stop unless Williams was the man doing it? You know what I mean? So, after... 12 hours of deliberation, the jury found him guilty on February 27th of 1982 of the murders of both Carter and Payne, and he was sentenced to life imprisonment. I don't know what other information or evidence I need to say that this man is guilty, but, I mean, if you have any questions, let me know, but I think he is very guilty, 